It's so funny, we have so many J names with John and Jennifer, and but it's all Jan, Jan and Yennefer. And yeah. <laughs> we have a, I'm getting we have a used Johan. to Johan. Johan, yeah, Johan, Johan yeah. too. Um, so, Andrea, if you'll call us to order, please. Roll, roll call, I'm going to call us to order, roll call. Here. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right on cue. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Has everybody had a chance to look over the minutes from our December 6th meeting? I'll make a motion to approve the minutes from the previous meeting. Thank uh, you. Second. Everybody in favor? Any opposed for discussion? All right. Thank you. Any old business that we should be looking at? Always look to Samantha for those. Anything? Um, not that I can think of. All righty. New business. We have our scholarship program. Yes. We went ahead and filled out that we had some deadlines at the end of the year, the fiscal year, um, that we went ahead and filled out for the scholarship program for the high school. And coming up, I can't remember the date, I, there's a scholarship um, workshop. workshop for the students. Yeah. Uh, like, to kind of help them and coach them on how to fill it out. I think, yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, an NSB High School Scholarship Boot Camp is from 8 to 12. Um, and so, and they're going to feed everyone. But if anyone would like to attend, just to kind of help coach them of, you know, what we're looking for and kind of, you know, what's their, how to put their best foot forward, if you will, when they're writing their essays. Or I think some of the things that we really notice um, is their community hours. You know, when they're missing, when they they're missing those a lot of times, and just to kind of let those students know what we're looking for. What would be interesting is if the school, because I saw that in multiple things, people just kind of don't know exactly unless you're already engaged in something. But it would be nice for some prominent donors that look for that to participate in mm -hmm. the boot camp and say, "Hey, if you'd like to sign up, you can sign up with us right here." Yeah, I bet you would get some people that would be interested. Yeah. We have those nice oversized postcards, and we try to make sure that those are at all of our city events with anyone, which you're right, as we're even traveling around in different circles. We um, kind of a sidebar note, but we are a sponsor for the Chamber's Home Show event, and I'm seriously considering um, having a tent, a city tent, and maybe you know having that information as well as other information throughout, because we have a bunch of grants that are going on where you have to have um, like the fair housing grant and some of the other things that we've been working on where you have to have um, that information at a public a city event and be able to provide proof that you're handing and communicating this information out. So I'm just going to kind of pull our different department heads and our grant administrator and see if anyone has some interest or anyone has some materials that need to be at an event. That would be 
if we're like if we're at that, would any if anyone <coughs> would like to when volunteer the, with me for part of the day, I would love it. I'll when be there. It? Okay, it's uh, the seventeenth of February. Is the Chamber's Home Show, and I think typically their hours are ten to four. What type of volunteer work does the city provide or offer to students? We don't have any that I'm aware of. I, the uh, fire department used to do like a volunteer kind of thing, but I think they have to be 18 in order just for liability and those kinds of things. Um, we have the princess ball. That we have the princess ball, yeah. yeah. And, you know, some of our events yeah. where if somebody needed volunteer hours, you know, I, I could certainly Hook them up. help. I think the biggest thing for, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but. I know for a fact the biggest thing for the community service hours is their effort and their initiative to actually document them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get community service hours for <coughs> really easy things. Yeah. I mean, if you play sports, you can write those down for community service hours. I mean, it's it's just a lack of, Document. I don't want to say care, maybe it's knowledge. Maybe that's nicer thing to say. Knowledge or, or what, but it, it's there's really no reason not to. I mean, it's not like you have to go out and volunteer at the at the retirement home for six hours to get six hours, which is obviously ideal. But it's just when they don't have any any community service hours, it's really just not trying very hard. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah. So our big fundraiser for the scholarship, of course, is our princess ball. And uh, we have a date on the calendar. I believe it's March second. I'm correct. Um, at the Y, we're trying to stay away from Valentine's Day just because one of our biggest partners, which is BJ's Florist, Valentine's Day is the busiest time, and so right around that, it just kills them when we do that. So What's the date? March second. So we're going to we're um, Andre's in the process of designing the flyer and the tickets, and we'll get those ordered. Um, and get those and so we're looking for table sponsors and beverage sponsors and food sponsors. Yeah, she's got a draft of it there. Oh, look at that. Just an example. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. just keep that right there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so any assistance and once we get all those, I can, if anyone wants to help us sell tickets or <clears throat> anything like that, then we have them here at City Hall and we have them at the YMCA and around, but um, it'd be great to have a sold out event. <laughs> <clears throat> Just so I make my notes clear, the boot camp is what day? Is it on this? The boot camp is next Thursday. Okay. On the 18th. 8 to 12. 8 to 12 at the high school. And if you'd like to do that, let me know and I'll make sure I put your, I, I can send your name in or Andrea can send your name in to RSVP. On the honors night, if you guys will have me again, I'll be glad to do it on May. Um, 15th, just because I, I don't mind doing it, and I'm already there. Um, unless somebody else would like to I represent, come with you. I think, yeah, Absolutely. I think it's always I'm, nice. Or if you need us at another school, I think I did Burns last year. Um, will we have scholarships? Yep. Yep. So you can put me down for either. Okay. Andrea says, "I got you." <laughs> you know, talking about volunteering, um, Mike. I don't know if. The world is as intuitive as it used to be. No, I agree. I was I growing up, you volunteered candy striper at the hospital, and you had volunteer at Real you volunteer. know reading, like at the library. Real volunteer. Away books. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just <laughs> hours. Yeah. Lots no, of hours. But yeah, 
I mean, I just, I think, I'll give you a perfect example. The um, Southeast Volusia wreck, which is now the city, right? The world, not Edgewater, but New Smyrna, right? Gorky, any game. Your, your brother your brother plays T-ball, you're a little older, sit there, Skorky, you got an hour and a half. They look for scorekeepers, they can't find, find anybody. There's all kinds of middle school, high school kids out there watching their watching their visits. I mean, there's just, you don't have to think about it in a traditional way. And I think, to your point, how do we get them to realize it's a little easier than they may think? They may think that, oh, Lord, I got to volunteer, I got to go sign up somewhere and do all this. Like there's so many people is. that will sign a piece of paper for you to help them do things like that. Um, and I, I don't know the right avenue to do that, but it's it's effort is the first piece of that. All right. One more thing on that: the um, Edgewater Expo Inc. The volunteer group, the member had started back in. 2008, it was a subcommittee of the Chamber of Commerce, and they kind of morphed in their own entity. Um, they have dissolved, and um, with their, they had some money in the bank, and with the money in the bank, they split it between, they donated to the Edgewater uh, Scholarship Fund, I think it was like $3,500, and um, they also donated like $5,000 to the Southeast Volusia Leadership Program. And it's set aside for any Edgewater businesses that want to send, you know, an employee to the leadership program. And it would be like a scholarship that would pay half the tuition for that. Um, so that's what they did with their money. Um, so that was really Great. kind of them to, to do that. And that's what their um, bylaws and when they were initiated, that was their whole thing was education for Edgewater businesses and things like that. So um, that's what they did. When's the, the leadership program? Um, I don't know when their next leadership program starts. They just finished it, so I, it's usually in the fall, like August time frame. And that's through the chamber? It's through the chamber. It was a program that the chamber did years and years ago. Um, through the recession, it just kind of kind of got put on hold because businesses weren't sending. They either couldn't, you know, didn't really have the extra funds to send someone. Plus, it's a, it's a pretty hefty time commitment of you know, a day, a, a week, you know, for eight weeks. And so you have that person out of the office for that amount of time. Um, and so it kind of had been put on hold, but under Stephanie's leadership, um, they brought it back. And they're doing, this is their, they just finished their second year um, with it. So I, I still have my leadership certificate on my wall in my office. So I did like in 1999 or something. But, <laughs> um, the last I spoke with her, she was toying with the idea of trying the spring session. Mm -hmm. I know typically it is fall, but she was, thinking about a spring yeah. one, so yeah. I don't know if it's going to roll this spring or not. Pico had a lot of interest. They had a yeah. big class this past fall, so, and the cities even had put, you know, I had my event coordinator, and um, I think one of our elected officials went through it, so it's, it's good, and, you know, every day is a theme, so one day is healthcare, one day is economic development, one day is government day, um, they just kind of go around and they tour, you know, kind of how things work in your community. It's really great. Volunteering. Volunteerism, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, you know, it's part of creating that future leadership. You know, which is a huge role that the chamber um, has positioned themselves in our community to help mentor and and to groom those future leaders. So hopefully, those are future you know leaders that not only serve on the chamber, but then when they graduate from that, that they hopefully you know are on our P and Z boards and our elected officials and you know those kinds of things, so that they have a better broad scope of how it works. So. 
<coughs> it's a great program. I'm really glad they brought it back. Just a head on that. Well, speaking of education and of volunteering, I think it was under your tutelage that we sponsored kids um, doing their senior year project at New Smyrna mm -hmm. High, and that was all volunteers. So there were several of us leaders that had a particular student that we, you know, met with and helped, you know, get mm -hmm. their project across the line. So I know that was my first from a business standpoint. So. As I said, you either kind of come with that mindset of being, you know, part of the community volunteering or not. So, all right. Anything else from new business, Sam? I think that's it. Okay. Thank you. Discussion items reports. So in your packet, you have the, this was the draft. The new one actually will go out in the um, January 14th utility bill. Um, so these, but the questions really don't change. We changed the top of it a little bit, and we changed, uh, has a QR code, and it has three different ways on the bottom um, that we changed on how people can participate in the survey, and one is the link with the QR code, one is to drop them off at City Hall, and or mail them in or something like that, whatever they wish to. So it's front and back, and the, and the it'll be an in, actual insert in the utility bill. So the first mailing will go out on the 14th, um, and then the next one I think goes out on the 28th. So we do two bills. So it'll, it's almost like a full eight weeks that the survey will be out there. I've got to, that's one of my things I've got to do is get it on the website. <laughs> Go. I know, right? <coughs> um, so I've, I will have this on our website as well. So I'll get that um, on the page and the link and everything so that people can participate in many different ways. So hopefully, hopefully we'll use this versus Facebook. Well, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. There's a challenge. The voice are open. Yeah, there's a real challenge. Yeah, I know. So, and, it, and it asks a little bit more questions about, you know, who who is filling it out um, and whether they live here, whether they work here, that kind of thing. So. Did, I know we had made a couple of edits. I was just glancing through it. Uh, line 18, how many dependents live in your household? Do we have a zero option? Oh, zero we also said four or more. That was yeah, the other one, too. More, yep. than, more than four. But four or more. I think I sent those to the Kimley Horn, okay. but I can't even I okay. can't even remember what I did yesterday. But this is still the draft. This is Yeah, this was the draft. draft. Okay. We had to more. send it to the um, printing company like back in mid-December for it to get into the um, utility bill. Will we have a chance to look at the final before it goes into utility? It's already gone. Okay. It's already gone to the printer. It had to go. It was a rush, rush, quick, quick. we got to have it. So. Well, the worst thing that happens is you don't have any dependents. You won't check one, hopefully. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's not yeah. ideal. But Skip that one. So that is the vision plan. And I guess there was a comment at the council meeting on Monday night. Um, the mayor made a statement that he wanted to have just the council do kind of their own visioning <coughs> discussion. But for the contract with Kimley Horn, you know, they've already interviewed all of them individually. And there was supposed to be still that joint meeting between council, this board, and the P&G board. 
Um, and so that is still that's it will still have to occur. That is part of our whole package. So I'm looking forward to that and when we can schedule those dates. So then the city council will have their own visioning and then they'll meet with the PNP board and us and have another visioning? That's what I'm gathering. Okay. A little odd. So once we know when that is, we'd like to attend. <laughs> they are open to the public. <laughs> I, you know, I guess when you're new to the to volunteering things, you don't add more stuff. You try and get more minds together and kind of come up with a consensus. That's that's just me. Good deal. All right. Um, any other reports, Samantha? I don't have anything else. We're just. Um, wonderfully crazy busy um, we were in our staff meeting last week and Ryan our new development services director who, who we met said that we cleared <coughs> over 5,000 permits in 2023 um, and that is the most that we have ever done even in the heyday when everything was really rolling 20 2007 I think the most we had was like 4,700 and we were we've surpassed wow. that. And that's what kind of permit? That's <laughs> any wow. permit. That's everything. That doesn't include all right. of the big developments that right. we have. Um, and quarterly reports, I'll have those available for you next month um, for economic development as well. And I'm going to share his with you too because that way it gives a nice list of all of the big developments that we're working on. We just met with another group um, yesterday that's looking at something else to do another 300 homes. So it's just, it's gangbusters. And when I was talking to um, Bliss when I got back last week, she said that her phone is just ringing off the hook with investors from out of state who are looking to just gobble up any vacant land anywhere just, just to buy it. It doesn't matter if it's all swamp or what you can do with it. They're just trying to buy and gobble up and invest in land anywhere in Florida. And... Um, yeah, it's, she said it was crazy. It, she didn't get any rest over the holiday at all. So, um, it, like when I talked to her, she had three showings that one day. It's just, it's, yeah, it's really crazy. They should probably do a little research on that swamp before they gobble yes, it up. Yes, yes. It's pretty expensive mm -hmm. yeah, to yeah, it is. do anything with it. Because they're not doing anything with that. You're no, mitigating you're just, and doing you're something mitigating. else. Perfect. You're Perfect. Mitigating. Just let, let them do it and yeah. buy it and <laughs> hold it. <laughs> Tax rolls are Good deal, Mike. But, but even though, but there are a couple, you know, there's probably 300 homes right now in Edgewater that are for sale, which adds to the inventory. And, you know, I'm kind of digging a little bit further into, you know, what, why are those, are those homes that were flooded during Ian that are now repaired or people that didn't come back or, you know, what, what is, or people that moved away after, after that? Because I noticed looking at like Bieber and some of those that our actual population had gone down a little bit like by 300 people you know so is that some of the reason is it people getting older and passing away or is it people moving away or you know the what the why behind that so it'd be kind of interesting to dig into that all right um any audience participant maybe we have somebody no nope. <laughs> just a bystander <laughs> just came to say happy new year to all of us right Oh, well, Happy New Year back. Thank you. All right, any other board reports? Kelsey, anything? Yeah, uh, so very exciting stuff happened at the hospital. At the tail end of last year, we got our designation for Pathway to Excellence, which is a nursing recognition. It's kind of the first step on the way to magnet status. 
and it really is about nursing being involved in leadership decisions and like shared governance of the hospital. So we're extremely excited about that. That's a great recruitment tool for nurses. It's a great retention tool to keep people plugged in. Uh, so uh, obviously that's been very exciting for us, trying to get the word out uh, and share. And then yesterday, I think that we was did. one of three um, Advent yes. Health locations mm -hmm. that we've. There's so. been a big push to get all our Advent Health facilities uh, yes. on that journey for nursing excellence. And then yesterday, we were thrilled. We had our very first robotic procedure done at Advent Health in Smyrna Beach on the Da Vinci uh, XI robot for <coughs> one of our general surgeons. So very, very thrilling. Uh, we've not had any robotics in New Smyrna up until this point. So there's just going to be a great new tool for people who are seeking robotic. Um, it's that minimally invasive, really has some very small incisions, really great outcomes for people. So our local community won't have to travel to have access to robotic care. So we're really, really happy about that. What's kind of interesting, and I'm going to segue off of your comment, Kelsey, is attracting new doctors and mm -hmm. people. It's like one of the first things they look for is, is there access to robotics? So as you say, recruitment tool for nurses, but the pathway to excellent also a recruitment tool for great doctors to come to this area to participate. So I think that's awesome. Yay, Advent Health excited. is on a journey. Yeah, that's you're, you're absolutely right. Cute. I went gone to a um, uh, talk that the Daytona Chamber had hosted, and it was um, like Dale Ketchum from Space Florida, and um, and that was one of the big things that they had talked about was AI and what does that play in you know in our future as we're working together to bring to attract people and to attract those workers and things. And I said that, you know, if anything, that people today need to have at least kind of an inkling of what it is, you know, to be able to, but it's just, it's unlimitless of the opportunities that we're going to have as AI and robotics. It would be interesting to have a little excerpt to Bliss from AB4 Community Newsletter at the EMPC because they look at attracting great jobs and people to this area. That's one of their primary focuses. So you might put that on the website and be nice to spread that word around. I know you guys did a good job on Facebook and some of your other social media. But and we will be having an open house. So if you do want to attend February 22nd, there's going to be a couple of different opportunities. During the day, we're trying to partner with some local schools to have students come so they can actually play on the robots themselves. So that would be really awesome. And then we're going to have uh, some community events, and then in the evening, a VIP event. And it's centered around the robot as well as our oncology program. So make sure as we get closer, I bring flyers and, and share that information. Thank you. Christine. Oh, um, yeah, I just in the paper, the Mirage boats. I, that's exciting that they're, they've taken over for um, Edgewater Power Boats, right? They took over that production area company coming from overseas. Sweden, so Nimbus is the Nimbus, Nimbus group. Sorry, that's Nimbus. all right. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, Nimbus, Nimbus group, yep. Yes. Um, we'll be building their 26 and three-quarter foot boat starting um, at the end of February. So the tooling has been built and it's on its way over. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. Are they grabbing workers from here or what's going on? So that. we're keeping our own, and we're going to integrate a separate line for theirs. They've been distributing in the U.S. for the last six years. Okay. Um, in Sweden and some European countries, they have their own dealerships, which is an interesting strategy, you know, versus having independent. Yeah. yeah. Which there's plus and minuses for both of those. <coughs> mm -hmm. 
But um, they don't own any dealerships here, but it is part of their strategy. They also just purchased a pontoon business, and I don't remember where it is. So mm. they're looking to grow a large footprint in the U.S. Right. Oh, the boating sales, maybe you have more information on this, John, so you can um, correct me if I quote it wrong, but 60% of, almost 60% of the boats sold in the world are sold in the U.S. Right. So if you look at 40% across the rest of the entire world, you know, we're a big market. Um, what's interesting is our market is kind of expensive, though, believe it or not, as we're looking at sourcing things that are purchased in mm -hmm. Europe for this boat versus the U.S., prices are higher. Mm. One example, just coming from a, a, a motor that's produced in the U.S., it's shipped to Europe, and it's sold for less money than we can buy it here in the U.S. What? <laughs> buy a bunch. Yeah. So, so Rebecca, would they keep the Edgewater Power Boats brand yes, name? Yes. Yeah. They intend to keep the premium side of that. Right now, it's the T8, and uh, we'll continue to just grow that business. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Exciting. So thank yeah. you. That is cool. It was yes. in the hometown, the hometown news, hometown so yep, news. Yeah. it was very exciting. My mom, I will say, my and you know, I try to read it. It's her Saturday paper because oh. she doesn't get the news journal on Saturday or something. But she loves that the hometown news. They do a great job. We advertise our events in yeah. Hometown News because I, most people get it for free, and they right. do really nice color. And they're, I don't know if you remember, but News Journal used to have their yeah, little, their, their daily journal yeah. that was specifically okay. for Southeast Volusia. Right. And it, it had all those neat little kind of hometown stories and photos and things like that. Okay. So I think people really love that little paper, and that's where we advertise okay. our events. I think there's still a lot of people that enjoy just reading because they're not internet savvy. And right. if you're on Facebook, it's mostly irritating instead of informative. Well, it's just so negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to point out that that's, you know, there's that whole group that that they don't get the news journal. I, yeah. I haven't seen it in the news journal. And they get the hometown news on for free again. And it, they enjoy reading about what's going on right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Thank you very much for that. I don't have anything else, John. Nope, I'm good. Thank you. <clears throat> um, so a couple months ago, <clears throat> I mentioned that we hoping to get the new program, um, airframe mechanics, power plant, and um, welding over at the New Smyrna Beach campus, uh, Daytona State College. Well, Florida legislation is in session. You know that for the next 57 days. That's <laughs> one of the. Um, bills that we have sent up so I need all of your prayers and chants and rain dances <laughs> and everything that you can imagine so that it gets approved so that we can actually start um, the process of developing the curriculum and all of that stuff for the campus so definitely hoping to get those what was it what was the first one you said um, airframe mechanics and uh, airframe and power plant mechanics and uh, welding so I worked for a beachcraft dealer when I first graduated from high school, and I did their slots. So one of my jobs was to fill out the air plant, um, excuse me, airframe and power plant slots. Nice. So yeah, it's a it's a big deal. Like it's going to bring a lot of enrollment. It is a um, huge opportunity, and there is a shortage. Yes. Across, shortage. Yeah. And and the idea from from the conversations that I've been privy to is that we're so close to the Space Coast. Mm -hmm. Right, that it would attract um, those students, it would attract those employers down in that area and try to have them looking up towards the Space Coast. Congratulations, that's awesome. 
other yeah. things other than just crossing fingers and prayers? Are there letters, notes, emails? Not that I know of yet. Um. Okay. <laughs> Let us know. Yep. Do we have anybody? Did you reach out maybe to um, any of our representatives that are there, like Tom or anybody? Of um, so I know Dr. Labasso and, and our provost, Amy Locklear, they typically handle oh, okay. that part of it for sure, so I'm sure they have. Well, if we can make any supportive emails or things to him to help him push that. that Please. Lovely. <laughs> Good deal. Well, congratulations. That'll be a great additional program to the Beacon State campus. Congratulations. Anything else? Mike? Uh, all set. All right. I have one for SCVMT. Yep. List. Um, we are uh, working, talking about... Um, a site selector. So you know how we've done a couple different programs and the county's done programs where they had like developers and they've had economic development practitioners kind of be able to teach or kind of educate our elected bodies <clears throat> about what it takes to get a site selected, you know, for some of these larger companies that we're trying to attract. Um, and it seems to still really not <coughs> resonating. And so we thought maybe a different angle, because remember SCVMTC is about filling in the gaps. You know, we don't want to duplicate what anyone else is doing, um, but we're, we're trying to just kind of fill that, that niche, that little gap that's there. And so uh, we were talking with a site selector that uh, knows our area well, that has brought a couple projects here. They haven't landed, but they were, we were on the short list and being considered. And about doing kind of like a site selector 101, um, and we're looking at March 12th, it would be at the Brandon Center, and we are going to select a piece of property in each community, and they're going to evaluate that property and kind of give that elected body or the audience kind of a, this is what people, what people are looking for. This is how we, because you got to remember, their job is not to, is to eliminate properties, right? It's, it's backwards when you think about it. You know, their job is to eliminate to get the best one for their client um, and kind of how they operate, why they do what they do, how they make their selections, and why and how properties get eliminated um, so that people have kind of a better understanding about that. But they're also, if we're going to submit a property in each community, one in Edge Hill, one in Edgewater, and one in New Smyrna, and have them evaluate that property and let us know at that meeting how, like, who they would uh, present that property to and how likely that property would be selected and why or why not. Um, so kind of really cool. We're still kind of really working on it and formulating it, but just put that date on your you calendar. You said March what? March 12th. It'll be in the morning. And that's Brandon Center? Yep. It'll be, like, from 9.30 to 12. We're still kind of working out all the logistics of it, but is it going to uh, be anonymous properties? No, we're we're working with we'll be working with the property owner okay. to get permission to evaluate the property. Okay, you know, it's kind of similar. Remember, um, thirteen Volusia uh, Duke Energy had that oh, right. grant, and we did that a couple of years ago. We had submitted the eighty-three acres in Parktown and had them okay. evaluate that as to how shovel ready it really is um, well this is going to go in a little bit more depth of how 
really marketable or viable that is for the industry that we're trying to attract. Sounds right. like a good deal for a property owner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. Yeah. So you're definitely going to reach out to real estate people. Is that? Um, well, I think we have some in mind because they have some certain criteria. And remember, SEVMT is really looking and focusing on, you know, uh, Suppliers, support. suppliers yeah. support for commercial space, space transportation, aviation. and aviation okay. and aerospace. So those are the things. So we're like, for example, New Smyrna, perhaps maybe because the city owns the airport and the airport properties, and they're really working hard to try to promote that and to kind of get something moving there. That the, that might be a site. And then for Edgewater, um, Bliss and I are throwing out around a couple ide different ideas. Um, Maybe like the 20 acres that's in front of Coral Trace, that's not necessarily aerospace or aviation, but it's commercial and it's a larger piece of property. And then we have some other ones. And then, of course, down at Oak Hill, there's um, the Southeast Volusia Business Park um, that's a large acreage there, too. And not, I mean, they, we don't even have utilities to that, but something that's not too far down the road and too pie in the sky, but maybe something that could be developed a little bit faster. So... Any concerns about that being a fair selection? Or well, yeah, so um, the end result is it's more about the education for our elected officials so that they understand the process. Okay. That's really okay. the goal. Okay, like show of, and tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you as Just a, we have an so official many people or that county so council or even us would have an understanding of Why what the shovel what ready would, is. Yeah, I, yep. and I, you know, we talk about that with with um, houses and things like that, rooftops and to attract yep. to attract big change. Yep. So yeah, yep. I guess that's kind of the goal is what yep. okay. it's more about a specific piece of property. But kind of the, the why behind the decisions, the why and the how, what their processes are, how they're thinking, how they operate, what are their numbers, what do they do when they're looking at coming into a into a community? Do they secret shop it? You know, what do they do? And those would be, I think, some really good eye-openers for all of us to really understand we need to be putting our best foot forward all the time and promoting that positive image. And, you know, friendly, friendly government, friendly processes internally and, you know, how that works between P&Z and the decisions and things that they make in their meetings and, you know, what we're trying to promote and then also finally, you know, what councils or commissions you know, their decisions and things like that, too. So, you know, for policies and for land development codes and, you know, rules and regulations and codes. And Do any like of our P&Z attend these types of things? And is there any Some value Some of them have, yeah, there's a lot, well, there's a lot of value in it because we want to make sure that the three boards and the three bodies are definitely all on the same page. Right. If that's what the goals are of the council or commission is that they want to attract and they want to grow in a certain way and certain companies that, you know, higher paying jobs and things like that, then they need to understand how do we get there. And I think that that might, we thought that that <coughs> different angle or different percept, you know, perception or perspective would be better than just us trying to tell them, but it would be someone else that's actually in the market telling that, the market really telling that. It would be interesting to just from a business standpoint, make sure that we have representatives of those boards and or business 
Uh, yeah, so because it'll also be open to the public because it has to. We're going to have the three elected bodies there, so it'll it'll have to be promoted and um, advertised as. Such. You always hear how different the cities. I mean, we're we most of us are working on initiatives. I know Bliss leads that one, but making sure that we're looked at as an economic unit because together we're much stronger mm -hmm. and much more viable. But I'm not sure that planning and zoning and some of their city departments have that same vision. I would agree with that. So when I talk to developers, it's yeah. challenges with some and challenges yep. with others. So yeah, yeah. It it's interesting. It though. is. But I think, you know, as, and it, it changes, you know, just like the faces on and the idealisms and the values of people as they're elected or, or appointed to the different boards or elected to the councils or commissions change and so I think we have to keep beating that same drum and you feel like a broken record sometimes but you still have to keep chipping away at it every day just a little bit and and trying to get everybody to you know talk the talk and walk the walk so that we're still working together as one economic region here in southeast Volusia because it's very easy to get very parochial and get those blinders on where you're looking at city limit signs and what you don't realize is the developers and these big box stores or these big companies that we're trying to attract, they don't look at city limit signs. You know, they're just they're looking at an area and workforce and location and you know mm -hmm. what are what are things to do that are quality of life things that my employee can do. You know, how how are they going to attract the workforce that they need? So, you know, that's really what it's about. And anything else? That's it. Okay, and then we have a flyer that to be passed out. So just yes, for just um, just for everybody. We have the our first <coughs> event this year, Saturday at the very end of the month. It's our uh, car show and swap meet for the East Coast Cruisers. It'll be at Hawks Park. Yes. Good deal. All right. With no oh. new, no new business. Anything else to discuss? All right. Then we'll call the meeting to close. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Thank you. A very efficient meeting today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why. We'll have to blame Bliss. Bliss. <laughs> the talker not here. Yeah, no. I thought I was doing a good job for her. I'm credited. So I'll, um, I'll let you know. I should know by today. Okay. I can get someone else for DSC. Okay. Oh, that would be great. Thank you so much. welcome. Have a great one. Thank you. Picture the first year that we had thought there were going to be six kids in the hundred. Oh, question for you. Any thoughts about Olympics? Or is that just. You have a great week.